Hey guys, thanks for listening to The Go Home Show. If you haven't seen it yet, we are now on iTunes. So go rate, subscribe, and leave a review letting everyone know that we are best friends. This week's episode of The Go Home Show is brought to you by LootCrate.com. Go to LootCrate.com slash Mega64 to sign up and start getting an exclusive package of cool stuff delivered right to your door every month. Companies like Capcom, Marvel, Nintendo, and even NASA are contributing to these uniquely themed crates every month. If you sign up now, you may even get the Mega Crate valued at $700. So go to LootCrate.com slash Mega64 to start your subscription today. Best friends. Go home. Go home. Go home. All right. Hey, guys. How's it going? Welcome to the seventh episode of the Go Home Show. I am Eric Bedour, along with my best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Brian, how was work? Good. Yeah? Everything's good. good. Just living. L-I-V-I-N. Uh, how, how has everything been going in your wrestling week? Very well. Yeah? Uh, I've been watching things on the uh, WWE Network. No way. Um, it's a thing that's out. I don't know if you guys have it. It's a really... Yeah, have you guys heard of the WWE <laughs> Network? heard of the WWE hey, Network? Hey, got, hey, people listening to a wrestling, professional wrestling podcast, did you know WWE has a network? It's pretty cool. <laughs> you can watch every pay-per-view. It's only $9.99 a month. Wow. Six-month commitment. Oh. I don't like it anymore. No. Okay. Uh, what have you been watching? Anything interesting? Uh, no, just throwing random things on there. I did watch. Oh man, I watched like an old, old, old school Raw. Um, from like one of the ones from like '93. Yeah, the, in up. the Hammerstein Ballroom. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Uh, I really like watching those old ones and just seeing how different wrestling was. Uh, yeah, I. It's so hard for me to watch those old ones. So I think. Slow. I think they are so slow, and it's so. It's a type of wrestling that is so like not exciting to me. Mm-mm. It's like a poor, it's a poorly produced television show yeah. that happens to be about wrestling. Yeah, and it's so hard to fucking watch. But what I love about it is all the stuff not in ring. Yeah, <laughs> so man. There's Ric Flair going nuts on the on you know promo spots. Does and- it have? I don't remember. I feel like it had intros with Jerry the King Lawler and Vince McMahon, where it's like a background mm-hmm. of them standing in front of like a crowd or something, yeah. but it's so fucking obviously green screen. Yep. That's bad. That's really bad because they would record it. They would live to tape film. Of course. And then they would re-release it. What on, did they on record Monday. on? There's no way they recorded on film. What no, did they record on? They recorded on whatever but, tape but not, was standard at the time. VHS? No, no. Whatever like TV tape was. What was TV? What was standard TV tape? If it was what beta? I guess it so. would have to be beta. I mean, did, did old TV shows shoot on VHS? The, there are a bunch of episodes of The Twilight Zone that look like fucking garbage. Well, because that's the they 80s. Were, this was 1993. Oh, man. Like, it was probably recorded on either, hey, it was either beta or probably like DV. Not mini DV. Yeah. But like the, the regular. Yeah, like the bigger DV Yeah, that's, pro- that's probably what it was. I, I probably was. That's weird. Yeah, it was. Fuck, <sighs> that's weird. Now now they just shoot digital, right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you just, I, I would assume that you just have a bunch of hard drives. Everything straight to those hard drives. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everything's backed up in big tape libraries. And then, honestly, it's probably transferred onto hard copy stuff because uh, hard drives have a 100% failure rate. Yeah. So you don't want to keep all that stuff just on hard drives. Nope. I hope people in WWE realize there's there has to be one guy going, hey, you know we mm-hmm. shouldn't just keep everything on a hard drive. Well, right? With all the archiving they've purchased, they mm-hmm. have to know. That's really weird. I'm very curious. We had this conversation last night. We went out with our friend... Uh, Jonathan, it was his birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we'll have him on one week. Yeah, he's uh, he's a really big wrestling fan, and uh, I know he's listening. So thank you, Jonathan. Oh, oh happy thanks, bir- John. Happy birthday. Uh, we went out with him last last night, and we were talking about uh, just wrestling in general, and talking about uh, how it used to be and what they've put up. And then we were talking about you know that six month commitment that everyone's in, mm-hmm. and what they're gonna do to keep people. And I think, this is me personally, I haven't read this anywhere, I don't know, right. but I think personally what they're going to do in that six-month commitment kind of ends, mm-hmm. uh, that's when they'll start announcing like, hey guys, whoa, we just put up every Nitro. Oh. You know what I mean? They're going to put up, it's because realize they haven't been putting up like a ton of stuff. It's just been like little tricklings here or yeah. there. Because they have you locked in for six months, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? Has Monday Night Wars come out? No. No, it hasn't. Hmm. Uh, the best thing going on WWE Network, I think, is Countdown. We talked about that last night, too. I, I like Countdown. Countdown's awesome. And I like the Beyond the Rings that they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just put up one with Mick Foley, I mm-hmm. think, which yeah. uh, which I've been meaning to watch yeah. that. 
Um, the other the other thing that I really like that they do is a WrestleMania rewind yes. that will highlight like a specific person's career, mm-hmm. and it'll kind of give a background. Like I watched part of a John Cena one today. I don't give a shit about John Cena, but hmm. they. Uh, I know controversial opinion, internet wrestling fans, uh, but they were showing his kind of like early stuff and how he went from like ruthless aggression, just real briefly, yeah, ruthless aggression to the kind of like rapping John Cena, huh. and then his match against Big Show for the uh, U.S. Championship, and then his match against GBL for the uh, the World uh, Championship, or I guess the WWE Championship, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get that far. I went to lunch. <laughs> uh, but it's really cool to just have like little retrospectives. It yeah. reminds me a lot of MLB Network. Yeah. The way, and who obviously, obviously yeah, I mean, they're, they're the ones running it and everything. But to have that kind of programming shows to me that they're kind of like serious about doing something with this network yeah. beyond just going like, yeah, here's all fucking WCW stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think after that six month commitment is over, they have to do something to keep people going and it'll just be that. But I think... And I might have, I think I read this while I was signing up. Mm-hmm. Maybe I misunderstood it. Uh-huh. I feel like every six months oh, you they, sign a commitment. Oh, really? Because they don't want it to be a vessel where you just order the pay-per-view for nine ninety nine. That's interesting because I, I haven't read that one way or another. I just know that this initial offering is a six-month commitment. Yeah. And then I haven't read one way or another about if from now on you have to sign up and it's always six months. That would be really bizarre, especially given the way like Netflix and stuff works. Mm-hmm. That's month to month. Yeah. But I guess they don't have anything like pay-per-view. Yeah, but then yeah, you only pay $9 and you can watch all of House of Cards or, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe it only maybe it's 6 months every time Yeah. whatever. I, I think otherwise you would have people using that as a hoop to jump through. Maybe it's for no, new maybe it's for new members. New it, members have to it, sign a 6-month commitment. Anyway. It might be. It might be, but then hey, you know what? I if it's month to month, that's an interesting way for fans to voice their displeasure or, pl- I mean, it's weird. I hate going to displeasure first, Yeah. but that that's obviously what I see it for is for like, yeah, I don't like the way this is going. I don't give a fuck about this pay-per-view or whatever. Uns- I'm unsubscribing. Don't, yeah. don't renew next month, whatever. And then you can see those buy rates kind of huh. jump, go up or down or, or whatever, you know, especially if it's a, a month to month commitment just for the one. Oh yeah. This next pay-per-view is going to be cool. I'm going to get it for this month. And then yeah. maybe you see whatever the main event for like the next month is. And you're just like, I don't give a fuck about this. Maybe, but I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see kind of where this all goes. Uh, I think we talked about it a little bit last week where I'm not even sure. I think we brought it up. Uh, if not, I was talking to other people about it. <laughs> it's, uh, wrestling WWE making this network kind of puts it in like a bubble. Uh, if you have raw and SmackDown, airing on TV, right? then you can make new fans because people stumble across it or people go like, yeah, I think I'll watch Raw. Yeah. Uh, but if it only airs on the network, then you've created this thing that is impenetrable to people from the outside without a money commitment. Right. You know what I mean? Like when it's on your cable provider, it's, mm. oh, okay, yeah, it's on cable and you stumble across That's how I found it. Yeah. So. Well, you know, I think it's going to be one of those things because they're never going to not promote the WWE Network on live shows. Right, but then you have to keep those live shows on TV. Because, right, hey, look, main event's on network. You can't watch that on TV anymore. Right. Oh, did it used to be on TV? Oh. It was on Ion TV. No one watched Ion TV, but it was on Ion TV. And it's not anymore? I don't think so. I think it it is. I I don't know. It airs live on WWE Network. Hmm. I don't know, but that's that's something I I don't think they're ever gonna not have wrestling on TV. I think that it's it's too perfect for television. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I get. I don't know. I guess we wait and see and kind of see where it goes. Yeah. And, and everything. Brian, did you watch NXT this week? I did. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, uh, NXT aired. Mm-hmm. I called it NXT Night of Rematches. Yes. Well, uh, that, I think they called it. Yeah. That. Jesus. Uh. So the first match was Mojo Rowley against CJ Parker. Did you know that uh, Mojo Rally doesn't just get hyped, he stays hyped? Yeah, uh, gear four all the way. Did you know that uh, I don't give a fuck about Mojo Rally? Oh, yeah, I played I played 3DS throughout the entire match. Dude, it, oh, all 30 seconds of it? Yeah. Uh, man, hey, I like CJ Parker, as, mm. which is his opponent. Uh, I like him as a heel, as mm-hmm. like, I'm the only one looking to save the earth. It's so you good. Got, I think it's, it's a pretty cool gimmick. Mm-hmm. Especially when his gimmick before was just bullshit, and he just danced, and it was like it looks so stupid. What's and I hate, the- I hate that dance. It's what? so yeah. weird. Why does? The- but that's great for a heel because I know. you look at it, and you just go, "Fuck you, stop it!" Fuck. You. I hate, I hate it, and yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, why does why is WWE so obsessed with like dancing? I don't get it. I don't know. I guess but- that's what you do if you have to like fill live TV. Here's yeah, some dancing. That's, that's what you do on a wrestling that's show. Just so weird. But you know what? Nitro used to do that. 
Yeah, they had the Nitro Girls. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot about the Nitro Girls. I never forgot about the oh, Nitro man. Girls. That was one of the reasons I didn't want to watch it. Yeah. I, but you know what? <laughs> I When I was like a kid and I would watch Nitro, I thought the Nitro Girls were like so hot and I would look up like who they were on like AOL. Hell yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, this one's girl. This girl's name is like Fire. Nice. With a, with a Y. And then you look up her name and you're just, oh, ooh, this girl's hot too. And you're like 11. So... <laughs> And then you and then you go to school and you talk to your friend Daniel and he goes, oh dude, did you see Nitro last night? I'm like, yeah, did you see? Fu- oh, fire's the hot one. He's like, yeah. And then you talk, and then you talk about how Goldberg is continuing his streak because you're 11 years old. No, yeah, I, I would what? I would tell my friends who watch WCW, oh, you're watching a wrestling show where people dance on it. I watch WWF <laughs> where people fucking wrestle. Uh, I can't watch WCW pay per views because it's so much. I don't want to say wasted talent. It's just talent that didn't go anywhere past where they were. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the mid card and the mm-hmm. cruisers or whatever. They're fun, but then it's always like Diamond Dallas Page against Macho Man Randy Savage. It's like two guys who are just like past their. I don't know. I don't want to call Diamond Dallas Page past his prime when he was in WCW because he was so hot then. Yeah. But Macho Man was like wearing the shirt while he wrestled, and you're just like you're such uh, like a shadow what he was. Yeah. The main events were always just con- like Scott Steiner against uh, Hulk Hogan, and it's like I don't fucking care. I never cared about it's Scott really, Steiner. It's really a bummer. Oh, okay, so right, Mojo Rally yeah. won with the hyperdrive. Cool. Um, who cares? I'm already tired of him. Yeah. Honestly, that's what my my note for that match says. I'm already tired of this guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next up was Xavier Woods against Tyler Breeze. Uh, Breeze won with a beauty shot after there was like quite a bit of offense by yeah. Xavier Woods. It was like a lot of Xavier Woods. Uh, who to me screams mid card talent for the rest of his life as long as it says over nine thousand on his trunks. Hey Xavier Woods, I know you're not listening to this. Yeah. That's okay. Hey, you know what? I don't expect you to listen to wrestling podcasts. Please stop. Please stop being a meme. Please. Please. You, Please. You're, you're build, so much better than that. He's built from Angel Grove, California, it, and it says really, it's morphin' time in the middle of the ring. It really kills me to see someone with, I think, like, a lot of talent. Yeah. Go for something like, hey, 90s kids, remember this? It's it's not a gimmick. It's schlock, and it really bums me out. And the thing is, I don't even think it's a gimmick and schlock past that's that's what xavier woods wants to do yeah hey you know you might be right that might be like his own doing or whatever and good for you because there are people who really like that i am definitely not one of those people no uh so hey maybe just don't appeal to me but i don't can you see a guy in the main event this is over nine thousand on side of his trunks no that's a meme but i think it's one of those things where he has the potential to use this just to kind of get to, to, get, to get going and then, and then go somewhere else from there. Hey, you know what? You're right. I didn't look at it that way. You might be right. Yeah. You start you start somewhere low like that, and I think the perfect example of that is Fandango. Yeah. Fandango, whatever. And because I don't see him being a dancing character for very much longer, mm-hmm. especially after Raw and the Triple H Stephanie promo, which we'll get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's just that's where I am on that guy. I just don't care for Xavier Woods. I, I think, man, really impressive in the ring. Don't like anything he does with his gimmick shit. I also don't like that he's still coming out to the somebody call my mama. Yeah, like it. Give him his own. Three different people who aren't associated to each other come out to that song. Yep. Well, two of them are associated, but. Yeah, isn't that weird? He comes. Oh, out- I didn't even think about that. You're right. There's like so many people using that theme song who don't like. Oh, that's so strange. Yeah. Wow, that's weird. Give him his own fucking song. Yeah. Give him like a rip-off Power Rangers song. But that's the thing. He had a song in NXT before he debuted on WWE, and it was like kind of a cool, funky, like 90s, like yeah, hip-hop cool song. Hey, you find it on YouTube. Honestly, find it on YouTube. It's pretty cool. I'll look it up. Um, after that, we had Corey Graves against Yoshitatsu in another rematch. <laughs> Uh, oh, I wanted to talk about Tyler Breeze. Love Tyler Breeze. Uh, I just talked about how I don't like Xavier Woods' gimmick. Tyler Breeze, to me, is the example of a like a gimmick that works for that character. <laughs> He's just pretty boy thing and does the beauty shot. Uh, yeah. Everything he does fits that character. I love it. I'd never seen him wrestle. I thought he was pretty good. Yep. I love his boots. Yep. I love... I love how his hair looks when he lets it down in the ring. Mm-hmm. He has the makings to be such a good heel mm-hmm. if uh, if they don't... It, you know, once he gets his legs and you push him into the WWE and you start yep. like bringing him up through the U.S. Championship and whatnot, he could be there for a while. I could see something really cool happening between him and like Fandango when he yep. starts to kind of turn face because mm-hmm. I think Fandango's turning face. I, I agree. I think it'll happen eventually. Okay, so then we got Corey Graves against Yoshitatsu. Uh, I would call this a squash match. Yes. But uh, Yoshitatsu hit him, I think, twice. So uh, Corey Graves won with Lucky 13. Mm-hmm. I thought his wrestling was pretty good. Uh, I didn't think there was anything really stand out about this match. It was okay. Corey Graves did the stay down thing. Uh, his entrance I really like. Music I like. Pretty much everything about Corey Graves I yeah. find entertaining. Uh, Yoshitatsu th- could have been so much more and just kind of hangs that languishes down in NXT. 
Yeah. Oh, well. After that, Charlotte against Natalia. Good match. Uh, pretty decent. Uh, I don't think I'd call it match of the night, but I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Natalia came out with Brett the Hitman Hart, mm-hmm. uh, who the crowd loved. Yeah. And then uh, Charlotte came out with Sasha Banks. During the match, the announcers really played up the hearts and the flares. I, I like that. I, the thought announce, that. I thought that was interesting. The announcing in NXT has been getting better and better each week. Tom Phillips really mans that. And I love it. You know what was interesting this week? Alex Riley was a heel through the whole show. Yeah. I liked it. I really did. I, I thought that everything he said, what like, no one else had like a comeback for. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, you did this good. Yeah. He, I liked it. He, he did a really good job this mm-hmm. week. Them having defined roles on commentating mm-hmm. has made it much, much better. I like NXT because everyone can kind of move between roles of heel and face and kind of finding their legs mm-hmm. where I think in a very forgiving universe full of people who like independent wrestling. So they like things a little bit goofy. Yeah. And so when stuff like that happens, oh yeah, Alex Riley's doing face commentary. He's doing heel commentary yeah. or whatever. It's fine. I and like it works it. and it's okay. Uh, so this match was, uh, it was pretty good. It, it ended when, uh, Natalia had Charlotte in the sharpshooter and then Sasha Banks, who is uh, a boss yes. came in and started beating up, uh, Natalia. And then, uh, all my notes said, uh, Bret Hart was there way to step in Brett because Brett just watched his niece get beat up for a minute. It was so funny. I just <laughs> went, Oh, he's going to step. Oh no, he's not. No, he's a hitman. Yeah. You have to hire him. So they, <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't that, mix work with family. So that was that was that. It was it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing to really write home about, but I liked it. Yeah. Main event was Adrian Neville against Bo Dallas. I thought it was pretty good. Adrian Neville showed off what he can do. Bo Dallas was decent. I mm-hmm. thought there was some good back and forth. Uh, Bo Dallas worked the slower match, which is I think what he has to do is like the the smarmy kind of cocky heel. Yeah. Because people I, will boo, boo the shit out of him. I love it. And then it. he'll be like, they're cheering. Bo. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. It's great. Uh, the end came where Adrian Neville does a 450 splash backwards. Holy shit. It was fucking awesome. Oh, God. He hits a four. He faces like a moonsault. So he's facing to the outside of the ring and then does a 450 backwards. So he tucks yeah, in. He, yeah. It's, it's just like a... It's just like a 450, but he's mm. facing the opposite way and just moves backwards while he does it. It was awesome. That's crazy. Uh, what, really, really cool because he goes for the red arrow earlier and um, Modalis gets his knees up, which and I thought in a really good spot because uh, he gets those knees up and rolls them over real quick and mm-hmm. then Neville's kicking out, trying to kick out super hard and it looked really good. Uh, so that was that. It was a it was a good match and it put Neville over mm-hmm. and I think that was the end of the NXT tapings that they did because I think they taped like four in a row. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, in like one night. Because if you notice, the crowd has not changed since uh, like Arrival or something. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's been everyone in like the same sections, everything. I think they tape a bunch because you have people like Summer Rae and Cesaro or like they're in and out and in and out. And mm. so you use them when you have them. So that's that's that. Next, we have SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown opened with The Shield, the team of The Shield, which is Ambrose and Rollins, who they've been tagging a lot. I like that. Um, I recently. said it last week and I really like it. Yeah. Uh, against 3MB which was Mahal and McIntyre. Uh, JBL and Michael Cole made mention of Ambrose having the title for like almost a year. Yeah. And JBL's like, yeah, with the fewest title defenses. They've been like really talking about that for a couple months. Yeah. And nobody's doing anything about yeah. it. So I guess we'll just keep talking about it. Whatever. It, does he have a match at WrestleMania? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Shield against Kane and the New Age Outlaws. Oh, Remember? right. But yeah. there's no U.S. Championship match. Oh, <laughs> come on. There's no Intercontinental title match. Are there any singles matches? Are there any singles matches? Uh, yes, John Cena against Bray Wyatt. <laughs> there, there's one. <laughs> there's one. I, well, I guess. Well, I guess the Triple H, Triple H Daniel Bryan one. That's is, a singles match, yeah. But it's there's a stipulation for whoever wins has to wrestle another match. So it's not. I don't know that it's true. Like you can call it a singles match, but whatever. Uh, wow. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Uh, Shield. Versus 3MB, Shield wins when Ambrose hits uh, his headlock driver, which they titled Dirty Deeds. I don't like that name. No, you can call it Dean's Dirty Deeds and call it 3D. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> take it. Uh, I also don't like that name. Yeah. I just think it sounds I think it sounds silly. It, it does sound silly, yeah, yeah, so. but whatever. Yep. They'll probably rename it. Yeah. Uh, Kane and the New Age Outlaws came out, and Kane's like, you have another match with the people that you jumped on Monday, and then Rybaxel comes out, mm-hmm. and then it's Shield versus Rybaxel. Uh, Rollins gets the win there mm-hmm. uh, with peace of mind, the move that they called black or they used to call blackout in the Indies, uh, that curb stomp, which is funny because on Monday when Rollins hits that move, they didn't call it peace of mind; they just called it curb stomp. Yeah, weird. Uh, after the Shield wins with uh, peace of mind on Axel, 
they do the triple power bomb on Ryback, and Roman Reigns has his time to shine with the ooh, which the, the crowd the, goes the crowd nuts. Loves they it. love it. They eat it up. No, they love him. They love Roman Reigns. Yeah. Uh, next match was Sin Cara Sans Scooby Doo against uh, Damian Sandow. Sin Cara won with a roll up. My only note here is poor Damian uh, again. Yeah, I, I think I, we hey, talked about this last week. It's not everyone's time to shine all the time, but give him something. He's just he's just like he exists. He simply exists. He collects a paycheck. At least he's not he, uh, do, he, he doesn't have the robe. He doesn't have the intellectual gimmick. He mm-mm. doesn't have the hair. Mm-mm. It's all gone. At least he's not Zack Ryder. Who had an appearance on Monday. Yeah, apparently. There you go. Um after that match, we had a rematch from I think it was Raw like two weeks ago. Fandango against Goldust. Hmm. Uh, so no bad blood there as the internet was speculating. Like, yeah. well, you hate what happened. Broke fourth wall, whatever. Uh, Summer Rae distracted Goldust, which allowed Gold or, uh, which allowed Fandango to kick uh, Goldust in the head. And then uh, won with a nice cover. Honestly, I really like, over like the last few weeks, I really like Fandango. Me I, too. I, he has been in a constant program, kind of like with the Rhodes. I like and, that. And all of his offense looks really good. He's cocky in the ring. Mm-hmm. It, he and Summer Rae come out. I always have a good time watching his matches. Yeah. I, I never, I never like want to fast forward or skip or not pay attention. When mm-hmm. he's in the ring, there's something about him that I'm going, there's something here. Yeah. There's something here. There's something here. There's something here. So uh, I think we are very close to seeing Fondango maybe break out of that role. I hope and, so. And move into something it's else. It's been about a year. The the dancing gimmick was good, and then it had that really big peak with the with the chant yep. chants and the fans mm-hmm. and everything. But now it just kind of simmered down, and it's picking back up with less of that silliness mm-hmm. and more of that um, of his actual good wrestling. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and he's been working that concert program, which yeah. has been pretty good. The next match was Batista against Sheamus. <laughs> you didn't even wow incredible analysis you just you just scoff i just like i did triple h come out and call it at the beginning of the night yeah like, yeah he, he's, he's like, like you gotta hey batista you gotta have a match i haven't seen the animal yeah and then oh, we're see the animal yeah. we'll put you against one of the fiercest competitors i do not look at sheamus and go fierce no. i look at sheamus and go hey kids look at sheamus yeah sheamus Sheamus is better than his gimmick. So much better. Where he is just Irish, has Irish sounding moves. Irish curse in the beat of the 10. Do- I don't even know what the fuck Who to call it. Who gives a shit? Irish hand grenade. Who, who, who gives cares? a shit? Uh, but, and then he yells, fella. If you're Irish, it, hey, if you're Irish, that's got to be like a bummer. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, really, because he's he is a decent wrestler. And he he's better on the mic than people expect him to be. I agree. But he's not allowed to do any of that because... He just comes out and he's like, I'm ready for a fight and a pint. Oh, man. It's All a strange right. <laughs> I hate his music. Uh, so that match had some back and forth and it had Batista stomping around mm. and he didn't look too tired. But it was not a long match no. as Batista went and grabbed a chair and then beat Sheamus with a chair. Oh, uh, there's the animal, right? Yeah. He hunts alone. After that was uh, the Bellas versus Tamina and AJ, which I feel like we've seen a lot of. We have. Uh, Brie hit AJ with a face buster. I think it was Brie. I, who knows? Yeah. Uh, I, you know what? I think people who are really into the Divas division probably know. but Because they wear different stuff. They do. They do. But I don't know. From the get-go, I don't know which one wears a hat mm-hmm. and which one Nikki. is in green. Oh, really? Nikki's the more like tomboyish, sporty one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but then, I don't I don't know who they are in the Then ring. I'm going to say Brie hit a face buster on AJ. I'm gonna, that's my note. Okay. Uh, <laughs> after Tamina threw AJ in the ring after being mad at AJ, yeah. which is playing towards... I assume their breakup at yeah. WrestleMania, which I like. Uh, yeah. I like AJ having like that protector, like the Lady Diesel kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, that division is just kind of like it's going nowhere because they're not writing a storyline past hey we we have this match and then they don't give the rules of the fucking match. Oh so my exci- god, that was the most frustrating part of that match. Yep. Was was like. What are the rules of the match? Oh, well, well, that's for me uh, to know, you know and you, and, and then I'll out. tell you and and and. Vicky Guerrero is no good past. Excuse me. I know. I I agree. Hearing her talk, it's her fumbling over her words, her not knowing how to be quick on her feet. Yep. And like JBL trying to do his best to save her. It it is. And it's man, she gets so much heat 
but she doesn't she shouldn't be in a role past that past they, she excuse me and saying what a match is and that's it she shouldn't be down on commentary no because she cackles and it's like and it's it so forced awful i know it, it's really like it was it was michael cole what are the rules of the match what kind of match well, that's for i'm not gonna i will not you'll know when i want to tell you yeah Man, hey, Lord, that, come on. That was a pretty good impression. Yeah, uh, business friends. Yeah, it was really hard to listen to. Uh, yeah, she she is good in that role as a manager mm-hmm. where she can come out and kind of like scream at someone and get like a lot. Of, she's a nice like little heater to put on someone. Yeah. Uh, but beyond that. But I do yeah. like the idea for the match. Me I, too. But like, what else have they fucking done? I guess on Monday there was a Lumberjill match. But like past. Which think, we'll get to because yeah, I have they, some comments. They haven't, they haven't described what the match is. It's just that it's a one fall of the finish. That's all I know. Hmm. So someone can pin someone who isn't AJ and that'll be it. Huh. Yeah. There you go. So who can, Now I don't care. Yeah. It's, it's, really, <laughs> it's really weird. And it's going to be such a fucking clusterfuck. Yeah. Because it'll probably... It's going to be 15 Divas in the ring. It, hey, I'm really sorry if this sounds offensive. It's going to be 15 Divas in the ring screeching because most of them don't know how to wrestle Mm-mm. and there's no psychology. So they'll screech and grab each other's hair and then a bunch of them will get knocked over the top rope or throw each other out or something and then that'll leave three or four, eh, maybe like two or three, of like the girls that can actually wrestle yeah. in the ring. And that's what I really... I want to see Naomi versus AJ yeah. let them go. Yeah. Like, let them go a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking fine with that. Let it, It's a four-hour show, and you're not... <laughs> and I know they're not going to... They're not going to book it right. No, no. And it's going to be a five-minute match. It's going It's going to be so so little with so much talent, so much, like, mm-hmm. story to tell. There's so much... You know what, what kills is that there's so much potential mm-hmm. that is just being, like... Yeah, just give them... Yeah, whatever. They have a match. Whatever. Sell their t-shirts. Yeah. And it's like, ah, man. It, hey, this is such a harping point that we come on every week. I'm, hey, if you're like into the Divas division, it could, it, I, I hurt for you because it could be so much better than it really is. And, and it's so close to being something good if they let it. If they and, just gave it and, some room. And they don't give it any room. There's no time to breathe. And honestly, I'm sick of seeing Natalia wrestle. She's so stale in the yeah. ring. I'm sick of seeing the same four moves and then the ending with a sharpshooter. Yeah. Let some of the new girls go. Let Emma have a match against AJ. That's a fr- I want fresh matchups. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think that's what we're missing. Yeah. Oksana's been showing some good potential. Put her in a match with AJ, one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, Emma can be there. You, you have Naomi. Like, yeah, you Naomi have- against, like, uh, Tamina would be a great that's a, match. That's a cool match. But, but they, they aren't. It's just more squandered potential mm-hmm. in a division that I think is better than they give it credit for. It is. And it's really, really, really frustrating, especially when you see it Every week, every show, it's just killer. Mm-hmm. It's a real bummer. Uh, after that Divas tag match, Jack Swagger against Jay Uso? Jimmy Unoso. Uso. Unoso. They just kept calling him Uso. Uso. Yeah. Which, it's, hey, I think half the time they don't fucking know. Which I just love because that furthers our Unoso. Yeah. Unoso Tuso. Uh, so it came, the end came. It was honestly, it was an okay match. Yeah. Uh, Jack Swagger, I think, has been really shining. He has. Um, he he's found a groove that I think he's comfortable in. He works well in a tag team where he doesn't have to wrestle as a singles wrestler every week. Mm-hmm. I think giving him that ankle lock as a finish really gets him over too. Because I don't think that power the power bomb looks good. His his little his gut wrench. I don't want to call it a little gut wrench, but it's a gut wrench power bomb that oh, looks that's good. Cool. His swagger bomb, which is jumping in the corner and the the splash, looks okay. But those don't look like good finishes. No. I think his ankle lock, which he's been pulling out of everywhere. Yeah. People have been super kicking. He's been catching him and doing it. People have been like jumping over him. He's been catching him in the air. Oh, really? Yeah. He's, wow. He's been doing I like some. That. He's been doing like some really cool stuff with that ankle lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually won with the ankle lock against Unoso. Oh wow. Um, so again, I can't. I honestly can't believe it. He had a tag team champion tap out. Yeah. In a one-on-one match, and a swagger looked great. Yeah. Uh, teaming him with Zeb Coulter and Antonio Cesaro, I really like. Yes. I guess we're not going to see them break up, but maybe we will on the pre-show. Because uh, the tag match, the four four corners tag match mm-hmm. uh, between Los Matadores, Rybaxel, the Real Americans, and the Usos is going to be a pre-show match. For the, the, the WWE? The, yeah, the, the tag team champions. So, team hold on. Yeah. You're telling me that we've... <sighs> okay. Yeah. There's a four-hour yeah. extravaganza starting he, he at 4 p.m. Yeah. Brian, there's a two-hour pre-show. The first hour will be available on YouTube and Pinterest and Facebook and uh, Tout or whatever websites. The second hour of the pre-show will only be on WWE Network. And then professional wrestling starts. But 
there will be matches and stuff in the. So I, I just so no title is going to change hands. I disagree. I think you, well, no, you know what? Not in the pre-show. Yeah, the, there will be no title changing hands in the pre-show. No. I, I think the Usos have their WrestleMania moment where they win, and then Rikishi claps for them or something. Yeah. They'll show Rikishi and go like, yeah. Oh, God. But it's six hours of rest. You could have put that in the main show. Yeah. Why wouldn't you put the tag team titles in the main show? This is what I hate about, and I'm preaching to the choir. I know it. This is what I hate about booking nowadays. Mm-hmm is that you have titles that effectively don't matter yeah. because you don't give them main event time. Yeah. You don't give them the, sh- oh, it's the oh, it's the show of immortals. Cool, what are you going to do in those four hours? Seven matches that don't matter. <laughs> You're going to give... No, there's no Intercontinental title match. There's no U.S. title match. The, the tag team titles are on the line in the pre-show, and then everything's revolving around the world title. That'll probably be like, that'll probably open... I would assume that, I mean, Triple, I'm sure Triple H doesn't want to wrestle first on the show, but you would think that the way that you book that would be the first match would have to be Daniel Bryan against Triple H, so you give them time to rest. Yeah. And then the main is the main. Unless it's the end of the first hour. But I don't know that the hours mean? really matter in, in that. Because I know on, like, on Raw and SmackDown, the hours actually kind of have like, oh, here's your kind of first main event. Yep. Which I don't like saying that, but it's kind of like the big show yep. of the hour. Yep. The second uh, show. But the reason you know. they do that is because you want to see the ratings every 15 minutes. And you want people, people are going to be tuning in at the top of the hour if you're flipping through channels. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this uh, this ended on Adult Swim, whatever, yeah. what else is on? Oh, cool. Yeah, hey, this this is on. Oh, That's yeah. why they always want stuff at the top and the bottom of the hour. Yeah. Um, for people ending and beginning shows. Yeah. Uh, after the Bellas, no, after the Swagger and Uso match, Unoso match, uh... Mark Henry against The Miz. I actually wrote down Miz versus Mizark. Uh, that just made me think of when... Uh, he was Mizark. The, the, when DX came out uh, dressed as the Nation of Domination and X-Pac wore blackface and wore like a pillow underneath a shirt and his shirt said Mizark. <laughs> so Miz versus Mizark. Uh, Mizark won with the world's strongest uh, Slizam to a fucking dead silent crowd. Because why? Oh my God, nobody gave a fuck. Why would you? It was a fucking sea of dead eyes and people sitting on their hands. I felt so bad. I felt so fucking bad for Mark Henry. Me too. I don't give a shit about The Miz. Oh yeah. But like, to have to go out there and wrestle a match and just to get the reaction of... It's the worst. Is such a heartbreaker. Ugh. Oh man. Well, uh... The Miz has been on a tear of getting his shit kicked in for the last four weeks. Uh, that was the end of that. And then we got like probably 25 minutes of like, hey, check out this. Here's a promo for this thing. And here's a promo for this thing. And here's a promo for this thing. And here's a promo for this thing. Here's a promo of this thing. And here's a promo for this thing. The whole second hour of SmackDown was like, why the fuck am I watching yeah. this? And then the main event of Big Show versus Bray Wyatt was pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, honestly, it had uh, Bray getting kind of tossed around, but the way he sold that offense was like, he's a crazy person. Yeah. So he's like laughing and going, that's a good one. Yeah. Show me what you got. That match with the big show where he won with Sister Abigail, which looked great. Yeah. I it thought it looked really cool. Um, that really showed that uh, Bray Wyatt's around to like stay. Yeah. He's, he is here. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. WWE to, is invested they, in They him. are absolutely... To have him in a WrestleMania match against John Cena and to have him go over Big Show. Yeah. Wow. Well, he also beat Kofi Kingston, so... Oh, SOS! Yeah. Uh, Trouble in paradise. <laughs> but, like, man, they are really banking on this guy to be someone, like, just based on the way SmackDown ended. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. It's I liked it. I Hey, I really like Bray Wyatt a lot. Mm-hmm. I like everything he's been doing. Mm-hmm. It's been very cool. Mm-hmm. Then we got the go home show for Raw. Yeah, this is the go home show and the Raw Yay. go home show for WrestleMania. That's where it comes from. Uh, if you don't know, which I'm sure you do, but the uh, the term go home show is the last show of its kind before a big pay per view. Mm-hmm. Uh, like so, Raw this week was the go home show for WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, it started with the Undertaker. Uh, he came out and cut a promo. It kind of uh, devolved into Brock Lesnar coming out with Paul Heyman. Mm-hmm. The promo was pretty good back yeah, and forth. I really like that promo. And, uh, and then Paul Heyman tries to slide in the ring with a chair, mm-hmm. which turns Undertaker's back. He gets jumped with Le- by Lesnar. Lesnar throws a big clothesline. Does the F5. 
Looked awesome. Really surprised with how that started. Yeah. It made The Undertaker look very vulnerable, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. Yes. Because, again, there's no way Undertaker's going to lose. Oh, no. But they're doing what they did last year with Punk, which is... He looks he looks defeatable. It, is he going to lose? Yeah, that's the thing, is that it, it's, it's a month buildup where you go, Undertaker's back, badass, and then he looks beatable, but then... He's always that guy who comes to play uh, main event matches. Yeah, he he just he has that extra gear. Like yep. that that's how they book it. He has that extra gear where he's he'll kick out of one or two F fives. He will that will happen. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania. So when you watch WrestleMania and he kicks out of an F five and then he kicks out of another F five, I called it. Yeah, just letting you oh, know because he'll, you, kick, he'll kick out of a fucking chair shot. Like, he will. Th- there will be some crazy shit that he'll kick out of that mm-hmm. you'll think he'll lose. And he kicks out. Yeah. I mean, he was chloroformed by a uh, big, big giant Mark Rodriguez. I don't know his fucking name. The giant. Giant Rodriguez. Yeah, there you go. Uh, he was chloroformed. Giant in- Gonzalez. There you go. I don't know. Some <laughs> some Spanish name. Uh, and then he was taken to the back and came back out and tore that guy apart. Yeah, right. And the, But that's what I love about Undertaker matches is you suspend that disbelief that yep. you would normally have in any other match mm-hmm. because he's the phenom. Yep. Which, that reminds me, I was watching, I think, his second WrestleMania where he fought the Phenom, mm-hmm. Jimmy Snuka. Uh-huh. And they kept calling Jimmy Snuka the Phenom. Weird, right? And that was weird. But yep. that, that's a little tangent. It's strange. It's, yeah. It is. It's a little strange. Yeah. Uh, so after the initial uh, opening to mm-hmm. Raw, we got Biggie Langston against Alberto Doria. This was an okay back and forth match. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, man, WWE loves having mid-card champions fucking lose. It makes no fucking sense. Fucking lose. What are you doing? Biggie Langston tapped out. He tapped out. No, 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 no. You know what? He got pinned. He got, he almost tapped out and then powerbombed his way out of the arm bar. That, that's right. I totally forgot. And then lost to that super kick. But he's lost so many times in like the last two months. Yeah. What? They did the same thing with Wade Barrett when Wade Barrett was the Intercontinental Champion. I, it, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, it doesn't at all. And then he like it's he doesn't defend his title, and Mm-mm. it's so strange. It's so, so, so strange. Just, I don't know. I mean, and I've said this before. If I get that it's all about money. It's all about the main event matches. It's all mm-hmm. about getting people to watch those ones. But if you build matches around those other belts, then people are going to want to watch that and, and then, spend and then money. You, and then you have future guys who are almost to that main event level, and then you can push them to that main event level. Because right now you just, we talked about this before, you have like three guys that are main event level, yeah. and one of them's part-time, and the other two we've seen wrestle a bunch already. It's like... It's a, it's a disappointment. It, it is, and because you could be booking those lower guys to have like decent matches so you can bump them up easier instead of just pushing them one month to be in the main event at bragging rights or whatever the fuck pay-per-view you're gonna pay back or overload or whatever extreme rules yeah so yeah i mean it's just gonna be that and it's really it's just it's a it's a short-sightedness mm-hmm. i think and it's just i don't know it's it's a bummer you, yeah i want to see the Aaron Continental championship mean something yeah our friend jonathan was talking about like oh man razor ramon being inducted into mm-hmm. uh, the hall of fame and they didn't show any WCW footage from that, by the way. It was only That's his right. Razor Ramon stuff. It was no Scott Hall stuff. I thought that was weird. Huh. Um, I don't know why. Because, I, I don't know, I feel like he was best as Razor Ramon. Because I, that- yeah, but he had so much success in WCW as Scott Hall. Maybe they just want to induct, like, NWO or something. Oh, uh, that could be it. I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, if you... Yeah, but then, like, fucking why... If he's Razor Ramon, well, I guess... Eh. Yeah, because Razor Ramon was so... So, like, so great. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he was part of that generation that was very different yeah. in, in WWF. Uh, but yeah, so Jonathan was talking about, oh yeah, when they inducted him, or like when they're talking about it, I went back and watched uh, the Intercontinental title ladder match, him and HBK, and he's like, man, that was like, that match was so good, and that was like the Intercontinental title meaning something. Yeah. It, it was, who's the true champion? These two guys are like putting it all on the line for a title that's not the World Heavyweight Championship. Nope. And and that's how you book guys to be going to like the next step. They have to put shit on the line for something that they care about. Yeah. But whatever. They don't do that. I'm sure they have a plan, maybe. Uh, WWE has a plan for their mid-card. I, I bet uh, they do. It's it, We're in that weird part of the year where we're, all, where we're all pissed because we want something to matter other than just the World Heavyweight yep. Championship match at Mania. Mm-hmm. But WWE is not ready to really start building stories because yeah. it's WrestleMania. Yeah. You're going to see after WrestleMania, uh, maybe Batista will be around, but uh, Triple H will go away. Undertaker will go away. Brock Lesnar will go away. And so you have another 45 minutes of your show that you can dedicate to some of the undercard guys Yeah, and, and push some guys and whatever. I mean, that's what happened last year. That's how yep. Daniel Bryan got yep. where he's at. Exactly. So you never know. Uh, 
after that, we had Summer Rae against Natalia. They showed a whole bunch of Total Divas stuff mm-hmm. where Summer Rae slapped Natalia. <gasps> you come to my home and you dress like a stripper, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I thought it was silly. It's Total Divas. Summer Rae won with a roll up. It's Total Divas. Total Divas. Uh, <sighs> Total Divas. I don't care. <laughs> after Total Divas, the match. Triple H and Stephanie came out and cut a promo talking about WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. They uh, they mocked Fondango. They're like, hey, you guys chanted for Fondango, and then you let that fizzle out, and now he's nowhere. But then Triple H said, that guy's a B plus, could be an A player in the future. Wow. Yeah, that's... That was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Cool. That's really that's really cool that uh, that they're running with this whole reality era thing. Yeah, it's, it's more... It's interesting, but... That's interesting that Fondango got mentioned there, and I think you're going to see him maybe get, like, break out of that gimmick a little bit and yeah. do, like, his own shit. Because, man, th- anyone else for that gimmick would have been fucking gone and, by and, now. And who was I thinking about in um, NXT? I can't... Well, I'll focus on Fondango right now. Mm-hmm. Fondango, I feel like, was given a shitty character... Mm-hmm. And what makes people do well, you know, it, Daniel Bryan was given the same thing, this whole anger management thing. Yeah. Like they give you a shitty gimmick. I feel like to, to see if you can work with it and do something with it. And because they want to know that you will be down for whatever weird shit yep. down the line. Yep, yep. And, and if you just fizzle out, they're like, well, then you're not into it Yep. and fine, whatever, like somebody else will. And Fondango is somebody who, I mean, I was just watching that a gift set of when he called Renee Young Isabel. Is- Isabel. And then he was talking they about... They called the Funkadoodles. The Funkadoodles. And then he tells her that she's not... A real journalism. A real journalism. It was so... It's so weird. And But he does stuff just on his own. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, he got a feature... We're recording this on April 1st, on, on uh, April Fool's. Mm-hmm. Uh, WWE has a uh, picture set, I think like once a week or once every couple weeks, where it's like diva's day off and it's like <laughs> sexy pictures of like summer ray in like long socks and booty shorts nice. all right and like oh this is her hanging out in her apartment april yeah. fools they put one up today and it's like the steamiest set yet and then I someone it's like someone in the shower and then like wipes away and it's fondango and then him doing the same stuff the divas do it was great it was brilliant it was really funny hey honestly it, I, I bet there are a bunch of people who are like super into it and want WWE to like do more of those with yeah. like just dude wrestlers. Yeah. I mean, uh, I would like to see like some of the backstage footage, like them just hanging out yep. or grabbing a couple beers. Yeah. And I don't whatever. know. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. I just, I thought it was funny and it shows that he's game for anything. Yep. I, I just trust him so much. I really like Fondango. Me too. I, I liked him on NXT, whatever, season three or whatever the fuck it was, where he was Johnny Curtis. Yeah. And, and, he was doing like let's get weird and weird stuff whatever he's great and he's yeah. a good wrestler and, yeah. and he gives a shit about wrestling and i think that's what people lack but whatever uh more into this promo uh they talk about how daniel bryan isn't here tonight they mock the yes movement of course obviously and uh they show a really good video mm. uh of everyone that triple h has beat at wrestlemania it's like booker t scott steiner rvd i mean it's it's a who's who of yeah really like former world champions and I thought it was a really great package. Uh, they just show how dominant Triple H has been and all this stuff. Then Batista comes out and he talks about how Triple H has never beat him. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. they've been cutting these promos where they're like, they don't really, it's like the promos are so weird because it's reality era type stuff. Yeah. So they like kind of put each other down, but not in like a way that's like wrestling. It's just like, you come out here and you say the same thing every week. Well, you broke a record. Oh, yeah, you always yeah. come out here. You, yeah. oh, you haven't beat me. You haven't beat me. What? You have anything else to say? And then it's like, well, you're going to make him look bad. Yeah. It's not putting anyone over. It's just making a guy look bad. Because then the crowd goes, ha, ha, ha. Yep. But did uh, you notice mm-hmm. Batista's pants uh-huh. were not as tight as well. <laughs> It's because they ripped last week. Yeah. They were, <sighs> they were seriously, like, the first thing I noticed, I went, are his pants more loose? Yep. He's wearing loose uh, pants. I watched some of that at the studio, and uh, he was wearing a Georgetown jersey. It said Georgetown 33, and I was watching it with Kevin, and Kevin went, is he, is he like Georgetown? What is that? I'm like, I think it's, oh, it's like a basketball jersey. It's like a college. And he went, oh, did he go to Georgetown? I'm like, I don't know. No. And he's like, so he just wears a jersey? Well, yeah, for this. And he went, is he number 33? What do you mean? 
like his wrestler number is he 33 jesus christ he's <laughs> like kevin couldn't figure out it was, it was so funny i uh, that was great i love kevin. um so batista interrupts triple h never beat him and then orton interrupts and tells triple h to reconsider and that's pretty much the end of the promo it, it started strong and then i thought when everyone was in the ring it was like eh, whatever and then they talk about how the main event tonight is orton versus batista which is supposed to be the fucking main event for WrestleMania. Can you imagine if the main event for WrestleMania was Batista versus Randy Orton? If that's what we were really getting? Yeah. Holy fucking shit. That would be awful. I I remember them saying that, uh, I think it was SmackDown when they called that main event, and Mm -hmm. I was just like, that's exactly what it was. That is what it was gonna be. And I didn't care about it on the main event of a a weekly show. God, isn't that crazy? Oh my God. It was gonna be the main event to WrestleMania. Wow. Okay, so after that, we had the Usos and Los Matadores against Rybaxel and the Real Americans. Uh, this was a decent four, like, four-on-four four tag match where there was a lot of action back and forth. The Real Americans couldn't get on the same page with Rybaxel, but then they did, and there was some good back-and-forth stuff. Cool spots, cool tag spots. It ended with Jack Swagger putting one of Los Matadores in an ankle lock and then getting interrupted, and then they performed Twin Magic where one of one of, of course Matadores remember in, when I said that is, it was very funny I hate I, that I just I thought it was so goofy because all I could think was this is what the Bellas do yeah it was twin magic I hate twin magic yeah twin magic the Bashams uh, did it yeah the fucking twin Road magic. Warriors did it twin magic I uh, hate it again lots of it was a quick roll up on Swagger from one of those Matadores and then yeah. they were mad and <clears throat> it puts over all the teams yeah. right before WrestleMania uh, so good for them yeah. Uh, after that, we moved on to Fandango and Damian Sandow against Goldust and Cody Rhodes. Pretty cool match. Uh, Sandow languishing again in the lower mid-card. Takes the loss. I guess they just want to see how low he can go with no gimmick and nothing going. Yeah. I thought Fandango looked really good in this match. I right. thought he had some offense where he was like whipping people around and, and just he was on top of stuff. And God, he just looks really good in the ring. He's been looking really clean. Yeah. Cody Cody Rhodes hits his spot where he dumped he jumps from the middle rope to the top rope to the outside. A lot of back and forth. Damian Sandow catches the final cut from Gold Dust, which we talked about before. Love that finisher. I love it. Cool looking suplex into a neckbreaker, I guess, type thing. Always thought it looks cool. Yeah. Uh my note here. Poor Damien Sandow. Poor Damien Sandow. But you know what? Maybe this is his Fandango moment. Could be. I don't know. We'll put see. A, put him through the shit. Have him, like, just not happy. Because right now, nobody's watching him, and he'll probably disappear and then come back with a new gimmick. Yeah, I, I think I think he'll have the same gimmick, and I just think he'll just be repurposed as to be, like, a little more headstrong. I think it'll be the hmm. same Sandow. Um, after that, we had Bray Wyatt against R-Truth. A squash match yeah. to get Bray Wyatt over. But the Wyatts, the Wyatts clear the ring. They pose, follow the buzzards, and then all of a sudden, from behind, uh, a fourth Wyatt member comes in uh-huh. in a sheep mask, and he's looking around or whatever, and then he takes off the mask, and it's John Cena, and John Cena clears the ring. I thought that moment was awesome. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really cool, and it honestly made me chant, like cheer for John Cena. Yeah. Because, hey, guess what? He did something fucking different. Yep. I'm really liking his uh, his program here with the Wyatts. Yeah, he, because he's talking about, he's like, I'm afraid. I, like, I, he has everything to lose. It's yep. great. It's and, really cool. And I know he won't, but I want him to lose yep. at WrestleMania yep. so bad. Let this run for a while. Yep. Let this be something that leads you, honestly, into SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He constantly gets beat down, beat down, beat down. Then I'll care again about that yep. underdog character that it's, he has. It's Cena being an underdog when he's not an underdog. Yeah. But uh, I thought this little mind games thing or whatever was really cool. Yeah. Because it was like the Wyatts, for the first time, like, looking kind of freaked out. Right. It was really great. Yeah. I, hey, Good job, whoever came up with that. Great job, because that was I loved it. Uh, after that, we had Naomi against AJ in a Lumberjill match. Um, uh. It was okay. I, I just want, please just have them in like a one-on-one match that isn't just four minutes long, Yeah, whatever, because I think they can really go if you let them go. Uh, Naomi won with a butt-butt or rear view or whatever the fuck it's called. I like calling it butt-butt. But it's a butt-butt. Uh, did you have any notes on that match? Yeah, why call it Lumberjill? Just call because it a Lumberjack. Lumberjack. No, Lumberjill. No. Yeah. No, it's like saying Jill. comedian and comedienne. <laughs> Or stewardess and steward. Like, just just have it be the one. Have it be the one. That's the name of the match. I want to see Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton in the Lumberjill match. Me too. <laughs> I want divas outside of the ring. <laughs> um, I thought all the divas looked good, and, and it was a fine match. There yeah. wasn't anything great. There wasn't anything. It was just more build to get all the divas on camera. And, right. Uh, I like the spot where Tamina goes to protect AJ and then just catches shit. Just gets beat down. Yeah. And then AJ gets tossed back in. I thought that was pretty good. 
Um, I don't like Naomi having the butt butt or rear view or whatever as her finish. It should be that um, the split leg moonsault that she does in the corner. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, after that, it was a Kane against Roman Reigns. It started with Jerry the King Lawler in the ring as he stumbled through telling everyone that the fan vote was Roman Reigns. <laughs> Why, I mean, why do they have him do stop, that? Stop trotting out, Grandpa. Please stop. Yeah. Just stop. He, I, I he, don't, I don't, he, hey, let him come back at like WrestleMania and everyone can go, yay! Mm-hmm. Like he, please have him gone. I don't yeah. want it anymore. I don't. Just I don't, get, I don't, it, I don't. It's so bad. Two, two man booth needs to happen. Hopefully after WrestleMania it does. That would be great. That would be um, great. But King just, he, he like, it's just, okay, yeah, here are your lines. And then he's like, the fan, who in the shield? Is the f- the one uh, had a fan vote on the WWE dot app dot com and you could vote. Stop. Just stop. 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 Uh, so it's Kane against Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns looked really good in this match. It was quick. Uh, it had Kane going for a choke slam. Roman grabs the hand and rips it off. Also, Roman won by like a huge margin in the fan voting. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. It was like nine percent, eleven percent, all the rest for yeah, Roman Reigns. Of course. Um, because those are real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the match ended, I think, in a no contest, and uh, the Shield came down, and they're going to beat up Kane and give him a triple power bomb. The New Age Outlaws come down, and they save Kane from the triple power bomb. I think the New Age Outlaws interfered, and then that brought the Shield down. I think that was the order of operations here. I think Kane technically won by disqualification. Really? Yeah, because okay. I was looking at the reviews, uh, and I think they said Kane defeats Roman Reigns. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, either way, they're going to triple power bomb Kane, which I think they're saving for WrestleMania now. Yeah. They'll probably do it through a table. Uh, looked really good. Everyone looks good in that segment, so mm-hmm. that's good. After that was Piper's Pit, uh, which we've talked about previously in this podcast where I have trepidation on having older guys talk. Oh, God. But you know what? I like put my remote over on a couch somewhere else, so I just watched it. Wasn't bad. Piper kept up with everyone. Mm-hmm. Honestly, kind of talked circles around everyone, but I love— Well, he always will. I loved that he kept getting interrupted and was like pissed and then kept getting interrupted and was pissed yeah. and then kept—it was great. And then uh, Big Show came down, cleaned house, uh, double choke slam to Zack Ryder and uh, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Uh, was uh, uh, Heath Slater caught like a big ass punch? <laughs> it, yeah, it, it was a, uh, it was funny. He just just tossing people around, whatever. That's, and then Piper celebrates, and it kind of puts Big Show in that spot of odds-on favorite because mm-hmm. uh, he's always been compared to Andre. There you go. Uh, the main event, Batista against Randy Orton in a no disqualifications match. They Yay. put, uh, uh, Randy Orton and Batista start using chairs and getting each other on the outside. Triple H and Stephanie come down, uh, before the match starts and they, the announcers start putting over the fact, like, did you put him in this match because you want him to hurt each other? You know, before the main event, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It goes to no contest when Daniel Bryan comes down and beats the shit out of everybody. Everyone. Triple H sold this like a fucking king. He, the offense that Daniel so Bryan had on Triple H looked awesome because Triple H was fucking going nuts and like he, he was like flailing over tables and getting thrown over steps. Yep. And man, it he, was great. It was such like a caught off guard like I don't know what's going like yep. it's it's as if he didn't get a chance mm-hmm. to like get his bearings and Daniel Bryan just overwhelmed him. Oh, it was him. great. The spot where he goes through the ropes like you know his uh-huh. normal dive to the outside Triple H sold with he, like a flip over. He, he, like, he like flipped. He like back flipped. It was great. And, I, and it's like you forget made, how good yep. Triple H is so excited that honestly that segment pumped me up so much for wrestlemania yeah daniel bryan doing the yes in the ring when everyone's outside because he's cleared the ring and everything was awesome daniel bryan using kendo stick like uh, crazy yep, he yep. beat he was beating him down yep, with was, the kendo it stick. was awesome they still have daniel bryan wearing uh shoulder wrapping so he looks like more injured all that stuff yeah very cool though uh mm-hmm. really cool way to end raw especially for the go home show uh-huh. of raw that will be taking us to wrestlemania yes uh any other notes from raw uh, not necessarily from, uh, Raw, but I did have a few notes that I did want to bring up, uh, mm-hmm. about NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, we were talking and we've always talked about like light heavyweight championship and stuff like that capping people. Mm-hmm. Does NXT being on the WWE network create a bigger distance between what that show originally was for, which is to get people ready for the WWE mm-hmm. and like kind of keeping them there that's interesting because i was Um, thinking about if that's going to kind of you're you're developing all these stories in nxc and then it's like yeah but those those stories it's like it's like triple a baseball where yeah hey your triple a baseball team might be in the triple a championship but if your major league team is in the 
like actual championship. Right. Like if they're in the playoffs and they need some guy and it's some ace pitcher down in AAA and they need him up as like a middle reliever. Yeah. They're going to bring him up because they don't give a fuck about the AAA thing. Yeah. That, that's all I'm saying is, yeah, you can write a cohesive story, but just as easily. And I think you have an audience that's more accepting of people being written off and out mm-hmm. uh, more quickly because they understand what the developmental league is for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that's also why they take four at a time. You know what I mean? Because in those four shows, they essentially start. They essentially started and ended. That's right. A feud. That's right. They, they started Adrian Neville against Bo Dallas feud in that ladder match. Right. And then over four weeks, told the story of what's going to happen between these guys. And then at the end of the four weeks, concluded that feud. That's a, you know, and that's an interesting thing to look at now because now you're you're writing more stories, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that I've been loving about NXT is the actual story that it tells. Right. And yeah, I, my biggest fear is that. You know, it it's gonna become so popular as a show uh-huh. that it's gonna become, because it's not, it's like, kind of not considered part of the WWE it, new it's, universe. It's not. It's it's very it's very its own universe. But I think that universe can be started and stopped at the whims of WWE, which is cool. And, and I think that you again, you have a group of people who are very into it mm-hmm. that understand and want to honestly see their favorites from NXT, right? up to WWE, so they're going to be super forgiving of people who are started and stopped. Yeah. I think that's what it is. But that's, again, just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I know? <laughs> uh, let's see. We got a couple of questions here. If you guys want to uh, send us questions, it's gohomeshow at mega64.com. You can get a hold of us there. That's probably going to be the easiest way. Uh, first question is from Mike S. He says, hey, guys, love the show. I wasn't 100% if you'd covered this before or not. I was wondering what your thoughts on Prince Devitt potentially coming to WWE. I really like him in New Japan and the Bullet Club, and I kind of wish he stayed uh, because I'm terrified of what the WWE will make him do, like become Sheamus's goofy sidekick or something. <laughs> uh, what do you think about Prince Devitt, and what do you think do you think he'll translate to WWE? I don't know if you're familiar with him. I'm not very familiar uh, with him. Prince Devitt is like the hot guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling right now. He runs something called that his group is called Bullet Club. Ah. Uh, they are very cool. It is a very cool group. Uh, he comes out. He has like this light-up jacket. It's R-N-R. He's a rock and roller. Ah. He's an Irish guy. Uh, he, huh. was always, he was a baby face for a very, 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 very long time. He's very, he's very handsome. Right. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah, he's great. He turned heel, kind of grew like this, this stubbly beard thing. Mm-hmm. And he's been such a dick. And he's like <laughs> the number one heel. He's a blast to watch. Um, he's been wearing like this body paint that looks like carnage. And then the next one will look like, like venom. Did you see those? I did see those. those yeah. are, I awesome. 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 Uh, there's been a lot of rumor going around because, uh, his next, uh, title defense is if he loses, he's out of new Japan. Mm. And now the rumor is that AJ Styles is coming in. It's all this dirt cheap bullshit. Yeah. Uh, people, and honestly, Prince Devitt's been pretty good about like, I had a meeting with Vince McMahon today and he'll post like this on his Twitter right. and he'll post a photo of like him holding a Vince McMahon action figure <laughs> and it's like, you're, you're fucking great. Please keep doing what you're doing. That's awesome. Um, but I kind of don't want to see him in WWE because I really don't think he's going to be an asset to the show. He's small. He's quick. They already have Adrian Neville and I think Adrian Neville fills the role of tiny guy who can really get over with the crowd yeah. or whatever. Uh, Devitt is really an indie hero yeah. and only in Japan. So we'll see. I don't think he's honestly going to come to the WWE. Not I, now, I think they least. tease it, tease it, tease it, tease it, tease it. I don't think it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But that's just me. Again, what do I know? Yeah. Uh, we'll just take one more question since we're, we're running out of time, Brian. Oh, no. We, I know we've almost done it for an hour. We always talk about this when it's over. We could talk wrestling for like eight hours. I know. Um, this is from Eddie. Oh, yay. Uh, Eddie Rock. That's uh, how he emailed. Eddie is... Uh, a friend of, uh, well, brother, a friend of Brian's, who came to our super awesome showdown show and wore a Dolph Ziggler shirt and supported what we're doing yeah. here for San Diego Independent Wrestling. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. Eddie says, uh, love your podcast. Thank you for not just bitching about wrestling all the time like most people online. It's refreshing to hear from actual fans and not just annoyed fanboys. In regards to WrestleMania, who do you think will likely win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal? My money's either on Ziggler or possibly Miz, unless they announce Rusev, in which case it will most likely be him. Also, do you have any feelings regarding Brad Maddox being in the match? I'm personally happy about it. Uh, just listening well on the mic, and in my opinion, if you want to use him, then use him. Uh, he doesn't get enough screen time as a GM. So nope. who do you think? Who do you think? Call who do you call it? Who do you think is going to win it? Uh, the Andre the Giant thing. Are, are the Shield in that match at no. all? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, 3MB is. Okay. Uh, honestly, I like, 
I guess Big Show. But the, I think they, I think that, I think they pushed him too hard as like, look, and he's gonna win the whole thing. That yeah. now he's not gonna win. But I'm just looking at it from like how they've booked previous weeks to mm-hmm. whatever. But I also have no idea who's in that match because er- everyone, everyone that you've been seeing around the IC title. Okay. Because you've had so many weeks of like, oh, I'm in it. Oh, well, now I'm in this. I, I know. I you've there's been so much. So of that. I'm like, uh, okay, so Ryback's not in it. No. And okay, because now they're in that uh, yep. four corners match. Okay, so I guess Brass, Brad Maddox is in it. I would like to see. Uh, that's a that's a really good point by Eddie. I would love to see Brad Maddox yep. win it because really he is getting zero time as yep. Raw GM. So uh, I could see whoever they're gonna kind of want to push match. Honestly, I thought Roman Reigns was gonna be in it and I was gonna pick him. But yeah. he's not. The Shield is not in this match. No. Um, I could see Ziggler winning it. He's he's been around that picture for a while. Yeah. Uh, if they put Rusev in it, Rusev will probably win it. I agree. Which sucks because in a year he'll be dancing and won't be whatever he is now. <laughs> uh. Man, Big Show just seems like he's gonna. It's just. It, it's just something that I knew I wasn't gonna care about. Yeah. And then it it had a potential to be good, and then it was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. It was something I didn't end up caring about at all. Uh huh. So, uh, if I think Rusev's gonna be in it, and I think he's gonna win. In all honesty, that's probably what's gonna happen because how else do you bring somebody like Rusev in because he's having a match at Mania? Yeah. And we don't know against who. Yeah. So. I don't know. Maybe he just shows up on the pre-show. But I, I really think that you have someone like Ziggler win it, but I don't think they have faith in Ziggler. It, it, but maybe they've been pushing him a little bit. And yeah. Whatever. Um, yeah, I just don't know. Yeah. And, and honestly, it's probably going to be like Seamus. Probably. It's probably just, you're probably just going to watch it and go, oh, okay. It's Christian. Cool. Is he still out? I think he, I think he really does have a concussion. Oh, He, he must because he's, uh, he's not been around. Mm-mm. He, poor guy. He's been gone for like two weeks now, right? Yeah, he, he has been... He has been gone, so sorry, man. Yep. Well, Brian, we did it. We Epis- did episode seven of the Go Home Show. What do you think? I thought it was good. Oh, that's good. Hey guys, if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out on Twitter. It's uh, at the. Is it at Go Home Show? Yeah, at Go Home Show. <laughs> uh, Tumblr is the Go Home Show. Facebook dot com slash the Go Home Show. Uh, email us Go Home Show at mega sixty four We want to thank Mega sixty four for hosting our podcast like usual, and also check out lootcrate.com slash mega64 uh put in the coupon code mega64 you check it out they're a great sponsor of this podcast and mega64 in general so uh go give them some love uh they're gonna thank you dragon this month is dragons april is dragon i heard that i heard they're gonna give away one live komodo dragon with a sword and you can slay the dragon if you win the mega crate yes but if you don't you have to kill yourself oh wow that's tough yeah well don't fuck up yeah kill the dragon can't stop chasing the dragon (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Brian, say say goodbye to all the people. Goodbye to all the people. <laughs>